2: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I sometimes think that the bigger regrets in life are all those things that, like, I know I should have done those moments that I should have stepped out of faith those moments that I should have been courageous those moments that I should have walked in confidence those moments that I should have stepped out but instead I I shrinked back in fear because it's not just the bad things that I've done but rather it's the good things that I haven't done see every one of us in here we will fall short and do something wrong but the question is which ones of us in here will actually stand firm and do something right
4: that you're not afraid to recreate yourself, that you're not afraid to be adventurous, that you're not afraid to be back at one again, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 is one again on the next level. 21 is one again on the next level. 51 is one again on the next level. And some people don't grow because they're not willing to give up the 10 to be one again. The depth of your
0: past is an indication of the height of your future. When construction workers are going to build a big skyscraper, they first have to dig down deep and lay a foundation. The taller the building, the deeper the foundation. You may have gone through or be in an unfair situation. friend betrayed you, lost a loved one. Be easy to settle there and get discouraged. You may be low right now, but God's getting you in position to rise higher. There are new levels in front of you, new levels of joy, new levels
4: of influence, new relationships, new opportunities right in your future. And if you're not willing to give up the 10, you'll stay where you are for the prestige of having reached 10 and not willing to go back to one again. You failed to grow to what your capacity was meant to be because you don't want to be a sophomore once you've been a senior. You don't want to say I don't know again. You don't want to do anything that's out of your comfort zone again. You, you don't want to go into the unfamiliar again and you stop growing because you stop going. In order to keep growing, you have to keep going. And you cannot love the prestige of 10 to the degree that you fail to come to 11. 11 puts you in a room with 20s And some people can't stand to be in a room with 20s once they have reached 10. They'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than to swim into a bigger stream and be surrounded by whales and sharks and all that kind of stuff. They like image more than reality.
5: YOU'RE GONNA NEED TO STEP OUT IN FAITH. YOU'RE GONNA NEED TO PUT YOUR FOOT IN THE WATER. YOU'RE GONNA HAVE TO MAYBE SAY GOODBYE TO SOME STUFF. SOME OF YOU HAVE NO IDEA WHAT GOD WOULD DO FOR YOU AND THE ONLY WAY YOU'RE EVER GONNA KNOW IS TO STEP OUT AND FIND OUT. YOU SAY, WELL, WHAT DOES THAT MEAN? WELL, I MEAN, LET'S JUST SAY THAT YOU HATE YOUR JOB. I MEAN, ALL YOU DO IS COMPLAIN ABOUT IT. YOU DON'T LIKE IT. YOU DON'T LIKE THE PEOPLE. YOU DON'T LIKE THE WORK. AND YOU'VE REALLY GOT SOMETHING ELSE IN YOUR HEART THAT YOU'D LOVE TO DO. But you live in fear that if you give that up you might not have anything see walking by faith living by faith the just shall live by faith that means everything is a step of faith and sometimes it's comfortable and you've got all the details in place but very rarely most of the time if you're going to live by faith if you want to really find out what god can do for you you are going to have to so to speak take a chance
2: And sometimes you're barely making any progress. Sometimes you're barely making any progress at all. And that tough situation is making you want to stop. And what you eventually learn is you can't stop when you're going through tough situations, you got to take that next step. You got to keep moving forward. We're going through a pretty tough situation right now in a lot of different ways. Take that next step, keep moving forward.
6: Because
0: we get so distracted with stuff that we're never gonna be remembered for, stuff that we're never gonna actually be celebrated for. The truth is is that we want to come to the end of our life and we want to be able to declare no regrets. Yet what psychologists would tell us and what they would show us is that regret is probably the most common negative emotion that people experience. The moment you can say, if only, is the moment you step into regret. You ever found yourself doing this? If only I'd gotten that job. If only I hadn't gotten hurt. If only I'd gone to that school. If only I would have gotten that job. If only I would have married her. If only I wouldn't have married him. And we spend so much time trying to rewrite history that we never actually focus on the cards that we are dealt. So often it can be so counterproductive. Life is gonna always have moments that there's opportunities for regret. And the feeling of regret is not the worst part. It's really, what's the next thing you think about after you experience regret? Because regret will come. The question is, what do you do after that moment of regret? Because it really only becomes toxic when regret becomes habitual. See, I think what makes you and I different as human beings is that we have the ability to respond. You would call that responsibility. That you and I can choose and we can determine and define our reaction that yes, we will make mistakes and yes, challenges will come and yes, there will be these moments that we, will, we want to rewrite history. But I'm telling you tonight that if you'll choose your response, if you'll decide now that I'm going to react the right way, you can actually learn and grow from your moments and your mistakes.
7: I trust God. I lean on God. I trust God for wisdom. I trust God to show me what to do when I don't know what to do. I trust God for my deliverance. I trust God for my peace. I trust God for my healing more than I do the doctor. I trust God for my rest. I trust God to show me how to live life every day. I trust God that I'm not gonna go crazy. I trust God that I I won't be sick and end up dying before my time. I trust God that he'll protect me when I'm flying over the oceans of the world. I trust God. I lean on him because no man, no person, no system, no thing, no amount of money, none of that will be able to do you like God will. And I put my trust in him. Begin today
0: that you were born to do something great with your life that you're extraordinary. Listen to me, that you're enough, that you're special, that you're favored, regardless of where you come from. But every day, some of us are killing ourselves with the shame we carry from something we've done, some humiliation, some fear. Every day that tells us we're not enough, we're not strong enough, pretty enough, smart enough, favored enough. That we're doomed, and we carry these guns in our head every day that shame us, that take our confidence from us, that steal our joy. You can put those things down in your life. You could decide today that you were born to do something great. You could decide today just intentionally to set this weapon down, whatever it is. Something you're just not proud of that you've done. Set it down. Stop using it as a weapon against yourself, and realize that happened for you and not to you.
3: Life is a menu. Whoever and whatever you order for your life is what's going to be delivered to the table. Who do I want and what do I want for my day? Most of us could find ourselves doing things because we have a guilty conscience. I've learned to compartmentalize. I've learned to take control of my minute, my hour, my day, my week, my month, and my year. How can you have control? You have control. If you already know what he's going to do to your day from that text message or that phone call, why don't you block him? Why are you giving this person emotional access to you? Why are you continuing to call him or her back? Do you have validation issues? Where you need the validation of all of these people around you. you got to be busy. you got to be in the mix. It makes you feel accepted. Because you're the loudest person in the club doesn't mean that you're really having fun. Because you're pulling up in the nicest car doesn't mean you actually have gas money.
8: Here's what's important, debate all major issues. Some issues are, you know, sort of obvious, say, well, I can see the positive side of that right away. But some need discussion. Now here's what's valuable, to discuss some things with someone else. Debate back and forth. So here's what's important, is to debate the major life issues. In good health today, the great debate is on, which has given us advances we've never had before. So here's what you must be though, in the debate, a good student. Open to learning, defending and learning. It's important not just to defend, defend and learn your point of view until it's sort of obvious that you've got to give some ground here because you haven't done your research but this debating is important we have to debate the health issues one health book says do this you'll live forever the second health book says if you do that you'll die young so here's what we should do make the note be a student not a follower every day in a thousand different ways we are trying to improve ourselves by learning how to do things We spend a lifetime gathering knowledge in classrooms, in textbooks, in experiences. Now, if knowledge is power, if knowledge is the forerunner to success, then why do we fall short of our objectives? Why, in spite of all our knowledge and in spite of our collective experiences, do we find ourselves aimlessly wandering, settling for a life of existence rather than a life of substance? While there may be many answers to this question, the fundamental answer is the absence of discipline. Applying all that we know. That's the key word, discipline, self-discipline. We might add one more word here, consistent. Consistent self-discipline. Better than knowledge is applied knowledge. And once we've applied our knowledge, we must study the results of that process apply our knowledge, study the results, refine our approach. Finally, by trying and observing and refining and trying again, our knowledge will inevitably produce worthy results, admirable results. And with the joy and results of our efforts, we continue to apply, to learn, to observe, to fuel our ambition with the positive reinforcement of continued progress. Pretty soon, we'll find that we're swept into a spiral of achievement a vertical rise to success
2: discipline is the root of all good qualities but you have to absolutely apply it to things outside of just waking up early it's it's everything it's working out every day making yourself stronger and faster and more flexible and healthier discipline is eating the right foods to fuel your system. It's about disciplining your emotions so you can make good decisions. It's about having the discipline to control your ego. So your ego doesn't get out of hand and control you. It's about treating people the way you would want to be treated. And at doing the tasks that you don't necessarily want to do, but that you know will help you or help your team. It's about facing your fears. It takes discipline to face your fears so you can conquer them. And that's what discipline is. Discipline means taking the hard road, the uphill road to do what's right for yourself and for others other people it's so often the easy path the easy path that calls to us to be weak for that moment to break down for that moment to give in to the desire and the short-term gratification but the discipline will not allow that the discipline calls for strength and fortitude and will it won't accept weakness it won't tolerate another breakdown the discipline can seem like it's your worst enemy but the reality is discipline is your best friend it will take care of you like nothing else can and it'll put you on that path the path to strength and health and intelligence and happiness And most importantly, it'll put you on that path to freedom.
9: Simple part that most people don't understand is that every thought we think and every word we speak is creating our future. It's as though our thoughts go out into the universe and are accepted and brought back to us as experience. Uh Now, that is a very simple thing. But most people don't get it. They don't understand it. They've never heard it before, and they think it's ridiculous. But if you can really accept the fact that every time you think a thought and every time you speak a word, you are literally painting your future, uh, making your dinner, uh, whatever you want to call it, you are creating and you're creating your own life. And this is simple, but it's not easy to accept. But once you accept it, then you can start deliberately creating what you want in your life and you begin to be aware of what you don't want in your life and how you are contributing to it. Now I think this has been around forever, but for some reason in the last 20 years, the universe has wanted this to go out among all the people or all the people that are ready for it. See, most of us just think, 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 and we don't pay any attention to what we're thinking. We're just doing it. but. That's something you need to train yourself to do, to begin to train yourself to be aware of what you're thinking. And and one of the ways to do that is to periodically say to yourself, what am I thinking? Would I like this thought to create my life? Would I like to have the experience that this thought could bring to me? Now it takes a while to do that, but even if we can begin on the smallest level to be aware of our thinking, we can start to make changes.
1: I love talking about discipline because I think so many people, that word has such a negative connotation around it, right? It just sounds bad, discipline, like you're going to feel pain or someone's going to hurt you or or you're in trouble for something. and. I want to start having you think about it in a really positive way, because discipline equals freedom, 100%. It has been the theme throughout my entire life is how if you have structured discipline in your life and you start doing the things that you don't want to do, especially if you do them first, you are absolutely going to free yourself of All of the different pain that comes with not getting your goals accomplished with comes with that comes with not taking care of yourself that comes with living with regret so before (laughs) way back in my early 20s and even through my mid 20s when I would um, you know I was trying to create habits around maybe eating right or habits around uh, working out and let me tell you habits around getting stuff done. I literally in my head told myself all the time. My mantra at the time was I never finish anything. So what do you think I did? I finished nothing because that's literally how I talked to myself. Well, well, I never finished anything. This is another thing I didn't finish. So I had to switch that mantra around and it was also realizing how important discipline was and how much freedom came with it. And I spent a lot of time living in agony in my head. And I was tired all the time because I spent more of my time in my brain thinking about what I didn't do and arguing with myself all day long. Am I going to go to the gym? I don't want to go to the gym. You should go to the gym. Why aren't you going to the gym? You know you need to go to the gym. You're never going to get to your goals. It's like I was drained just because of the conversations I was having with myself. If I would have just gotten disciplined, committed to a time, or knew. I was going I could have focused on all of the other good things that were happening in my life and just knew this is what I'm doing it's like just saying okay well here's what I'm doing so I can forget about it until the moment that it comes and I'm gonna do it because I'm committing truly committing to discipline and how freeing that is and when I started getting a great discipline habit around all of the things that I wanted to do, I started to notice how much more free I felt, how much less anxiety I felt, how when my head hit the pillow I felt proud instead of another day just went by that I'm further away from my goals and I have regret and I'm feeling my life race by me, right? Those are all feelings that do not feel good, that discipline can free you from.
6: Do you plan your day much or your time generally does this lead to higher productivity yes i plan my day obsessively my calendar is always absolutely full and often weeks in advance and i plan in the morning especially when i'm on top of things. and i plan each hour and i probably plan each minute and yes it leads to way higher productivity you know you you decide what your goals are going to be you place them in the calendar use the calendar as your friend they eh? Because what you want to do with a calendar is design a day that you want to have. Or a day that would be good for you. And a day that would be good for you is one that you're, that you're uh, you know, when you end the day, you feel that you've moved, moved yourself ahead towards your valued goals. And that you've kept chaos under control. And that enables you to sleep soundly and with a good conscience. And to know that the next day is going to be at least not worse than that day. Planning is unbelievably useful, And again, you know, I I don't want to sound like a broken record with regards to the future authoring program, but it really is useful, you know, you need to figure out what it is that you're aiming at and why, and then you need to figure out how you're going to break that down over the months and the weeks and the days, but I would approach your calendar like it's your best friend, you think, okay, I'm going to design a week, man, that I really want to have, and that means you can schedule in leisure and all the things that you want to do, which you absolutely should do. And it's also quite fun to um, give yourself minimal time to do something complicated because it's quite challenging to see if you can do far more than you thought in far less time. And so that's a fun game. And the other thing you can do is like if you're avoiding something, you could schedule in five minutes of it. Say, well, like if you're avoiding looking at some bills because you're afraid of them, you know, your first step might be to schedule in five minutes where you just look at the bill. You don't do anything else, and you know you might be able to entice yourself into doing that. So, but I would say, um, learning to plan is unbelievably useful to schedule your time because that's your life, you know. Um, but schedule the life you want. That means you have to schedule your responsibilities, often, obviously, because responsibilities are those things that ruin your life if you don't fulfill them.
10: Khi cơn mưa đêm lại về Em nơi quên lời thề Và ta như đông chìm sâu Không cần mưa em anh nhận mau a yeah, yeah. Chỉ còn là những cơn mơ vô dài Cho bên mưa em không ai anh yeah. Anh, một đêm mưa man, em không được cơn nhớ Và chỉ còn không thể nhớ Và người ta bên nhau như ngã Em như ngàn bông màu anh như đớp mong cầu và mưa mê em u sầu sao có Thank you.
7: You it's hard, full of calluses, but we know calculus Damn, ain't that fabulous Can't wait to apply all those mathematicus But we can't get a job that pays us enough I'm about to pop up Fuck you, you're lost We all know that we never really want a boss So I'ma do
6: what I want to